Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Cerna. We cover it all, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football. Here's Sonny Clark. To the Couch Potato Sports Show. Again, it is me, Sonny Clark, the hard-working man of sports radio, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Turner. We're about ready to go into the national anthem. Um, who won the talk, Kimbo? Uh, Wiley won the talk. They've heard, so they're going to be kicking off the rail and start the game. All right, so what we're going to do is they're going to go into the national anthem, folks. We're going to go right into commercial, guys, because uh, we want to be respectful here. So we're going to do that. We're going to go right into commercial. When we come back, we'll start talking about tonight's matchup against the Wiley Pirates and your Rowlett Eagles. We'll be right back. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you tired of increasing rent payments? Are you renting a house when you could be owning your own home? Contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall as he can get you a team of lenders ready to help you get on track to owning your own home and paying your own mortgage rather than you pay your landlord's mortgage. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. All right, everybody, we are back here. Your Red Eagles in first place within the district, they are three and zero within district two and one Wiley, right? Two and one, two and one Wiley. They're right there. Took the loss of the Lake Two Centennial Patriots two Thursdays ago. 
All right, so we were on the bye. By the way, a lot of things have happened here. First of all, the Raleigh Eagles, they are in their great jerseys. This is actually a good thing as your Raleigh Eagles are a burgundy white football team. Well, guess what? So is the Wiley Pirates. They are burgundy and white. So they changed to the gray uniforms to make sure there is no mistake and identification. So that's actually a good thing um, because, you know, he could throw, throw right to a white jersey thinking it was him in reality, even though they usually wear the darker jerseys at home. Who's back there, Bill? Uh, I don't know. Antonio Hall? Oh, wait. Uh, it's a high kick into the corner. It's going to be taken by the up and bring it out at the 20. Now going over to the other side to the 30-yard line. Trying to get around the corner. He doesn't, but he does get some good yardage there. As on the return was number 22 for your Rowlett Eagles. And returning the ball was Newton. That's the reason why I couldn't find it. Wow, he's one of the up guys. And he was brought down on the other side by the Pirates. Yeah, back with Johnny Ray and uh, Antonio Hall, as we've seen uh, for majority this year. But this was just a short, high kick. And uh, was able to get a return out of it. All right, to get started here, your Rowlett Eagles in good field position. They're going to start at their own 32-yard line. Rowlett Eagles going left to right on your internet radio dial. And for those that are watching on the the podcast, good to see you. I'm not going to be able to check in a lot, even though I'll try. Here come the Eagles. One far, two near. They get it on the jet sweep, going around his hall. Hall trying to break a tackle, unable to do so. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, no game. And on the other side was Cox. So, second down and nine for, they're going to give him one yard. That's that jet sweep that we've seen. Um, and that's a good guy to do it. I mean, you know, he's I think a speedster. They want to do. I think they want to get uh, Antonio Hall into the ball game quickly. So, what you do first play of the game, you get the ball to him. So here we go. Two far, one near for your Raleigh Eagles. It's going to be Newton in the backfield. Route is waiting on the snap. He gets it. He's going to go out, gets it to the uh, option. That's the Newton. Newton's only going to get about a yard as well. That's going to bring up a third down and long and unable to get too much out there. Uh, Nunez on the stop for – oh, yeah, I was right. Nunez <laughs> – I take these off. You're messing me up. Nunes on stop, and who else there, Bill? As, as well as uh, Trevor Williams. Thank you. Trevor Williams. He was advising me Trevor Williams as well, and I was, couldn't figure it out. So that brings up a long return system here. Uh, I actually want you to write down the numbers. Okay. <laughs> here we go. One, one part three near four is the Rowlett Eagles on a third and long play action. Looking to the far side, they get it to Hall. He catches it, but as he he came back a couple of yards. The only forward motion is going to leave him about a yard short of the first down. So now it's decision times, Bill, as they are on their own 45. Well, I don't think you got a good spot of that. Is uh, Hall got the ball around the 46. Yes. Uh, pushed back around the 44, and that's where they stopped the ball. They didn't give him the forward progress they should have. All right, so they are get lined up like they're going to go for it on fourth down. Nope, taking the step back as well. He's going to do the quick kick, and there it goes. It's going to take the Rowlett roll. Nope, it's going to bounce back up. There goes the roll, and it's going to go right down to about the 14-yard line. So the Rowlett Eagles put the Wiley Pirates back up against the wall. You know, they still got 86 yards to hit pay dirt, so good kick there for the Rowlett Eagles. First series of the game. I mean, you're still trying to get the feel of the game. Uh, there's, no re- there's no reason to have to go for it on fourth and uh, try to risk and uh, uh, change the momentum when you can really just change the field position. 
Yeah, sort of like a football team who went for a two-point conversion last night had no business doing it on their first drive in the NFL. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, so here come the Pirates again. Right to left on your internet radio dial. There's the snap. Handoff and pushing it down there. I'm, I'm assuming that is Perry. We'll wait for the number. Uh, and they're lined back up. Look how quick they are to the line on the South Armstrong. I can read that one. I can't read the other one. So thank you, Bill. So here comes second down and seven for the Wiley Pirates. Ball's on the 17-yard line of Wiley. Too far, one near in the wide receivers. And I can't see the big guy because his shirt's rolled up. Can't see who's in the backfield. And at the quarterback position, we'll find out who that here is, and then he's going to keep it. Roll it, and it's number 12. It's Lang. Lang takes it down to the 20, about the 28-yard line on the stop on the other side of Perez as well as Dudley. So that will bring up third down in one for Wiley. So trying to get their first down, uh, first first down of the game. Eagles unable to do so. Let's see what the Pirates draw up here. Two far, one near in the wide receivers. Looking things over, Arlang, he's looking over to the side. Coach is going to change the play, so he's going to change it, and the wide receivers move out a little bit wider on the one that was closest to the end, handing it off, pushing it up and bouncing off. No one there. Perry unable to get too far. He was brought down by many Rowlett Eagles as well as Dudley as well as uh, Armstrong and Barber. So three guys getting involved here which now, but it was enough for the first down, though. So the Pirates have the first down on their own 25-yard line, too far, too near in the wide receivers. And they're doing what they did. the Eagles did last year, looking over the sideline, talking to the coach, figuring out what play they're going to do as the wide uh, running back goes to the right. Lang puts the ball up, just overshot the intended receiver on the other side. That was Swilly. The big tight end, unable to connect, and that's going to bring up a second well, down. The Wiley's offense—they're the type they don't huddle up; they come up to the line, uh, and then what they do is they lift to the side. Uh, you're absolutely right. That's something that Rella has been doing for years. Didn't see that uh, in the first drive, but this is something that Wiley does year in and year out. So they did exactly that. So it prevents substitutions and things like that as they get to the line. Here comes second down and ten from their own ten-yard line. Seven fifty-nine left to go in the first quarter. Handed it off and. Oh, breaking the tackle on the other side, number six. That was Malik Ford. He was brought down by Perez, but he was met immediately, and he was almost dropped for it. Big loss. He held on the ball because I thought uh, right there the defense was right there as the exchange happened and uh, uh, good job to be even uh, keep control of that ball. That was Lockett who was in the backfield to put the initial hit. Big loss there. Third down and 22 as they dropped the ball back to the Pirates' 13-yard line. Clock running at 7:18 here in the first quarter. Only one wide receiver to the side. They lined it up and pushed it up the middle and they they have scouted the Rowlett Eagles knowing that they can run up the middle of Buchan as well as Hunt on the stop. No. That's you, Ricardo Perez. Perez, you pointed that. got the wrong one, but we're there. So that's going to bring up a fourth down and 15. So the Eagles' defense holds really well. They can allow those yards, but they can't really. Drive from Wiley is they just don't feel comfortable with the pass as they only threw the ball once uh, during that drive. Antonio Hall is going to be back at his own 37-yard line, 
So waiting on the kick, 640 timeout is going to happen. Rowlett's going to call a quick timeout. So with the timeout on the football field, that means there's a timeout here on the couch with Tata Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. At the Cherry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. his own 37-yard line. Nice kick, and it was high. And Hall breaking out of some tackles. Getting around the corner to the 40. Looking for blocks. He gets down to the 46. What a play there as the ball hung, and Hall was able to grab it up. And on the stop on the other side for the Wiley Pirates, while pushing them out of bounds, so we don't necessarily know who did that. Well, but, uh, definitely for uh, Rowley, was able to get away with it. Uh, pushing them back and Hall came around the sidelines on the right-hand side and Dudley pushed the defender in the back. But uh, I saw the official put his hands in the pocket to get that uh, flag, but then it 6.25 left to go in the first quarter. The Rowlett Eagles on their second drive. They have the ball on their own 47-yard line, right? Uh, mark that left to right on your internet radio dial. Three far, one near as route has uh, Newton back in the eye. Play action, looking for it. Route's going to have to get out there. He breaks one tackle, going to the far side, getting around the corner. He's going to pick up about seven. There's the, I was wondering when that was going to happen because with the eagle eye, Bill Cerna didn't throw the Dickies barbecue yellow hanky on that one, yeah. but he did call it. They're going to get your run king uh, on a hold. On a hold. And, uh, he was coming around the corner. I'm hoping to see that they're discussing it here. So maybe they'll pick it up. Maybe they'll pick it up. That would be great. However, I think good, a good uh, working out of you know necessity there for route to try to find it, just trying to make a play, and he was able to do so. I almost lost some yards, but ended up picking up seven. Of course, that'll depend upon yeah, this yellow hanky. Okay, and it's going to be a spot foul holding, so they'll probably push it back to the 46-yard line of the Rowlett Eagles. Good call there, Bill. They don't call him the Eagle on for nothing, everybody. So I was wondering was gonna, when it was going to happen because the play took a lot of time to develop as well. Um, and usually you get a couple things. You either, A, get a lineman down the field, or you end up getting holding yeah, down the field. Scrambling out like that. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things that are happening while you've got these receivers down the field, and uh, they've got to make some time to uh, uh, be able to get that quarterback to make some room. So that being said, here come the Wiley Pirates. Defense going to try to make it even more rougher for the Eagles. It's first down and 17, ball on the Eagle 40 yard line, one far, three near. Here comes Route, keeping it on the quarterback keeper option in reality, and he's going to take it down to the 49 yard line. Game of nine there, so he got quite a bit of it back. And on the, I can't, I really cannot say point at the number, it would be better. Adamson on that. Adamson. The note that. The typing is a little bit smaller, so point the number, and then I will grab it. Or that. That'd be great. 
So here we go. 525 left to go in the first quarter. Here comes second down and eight for the Eagles. Ball's right near midfield. They're on their own 49-yard line. Two near, one far, and wide receivers. Newton in the back. They hand off to Newton. He's going to come to this near side. Try to get around the corner. Nice blocking down the field. And he is going to be right near first down. And on the stop on the other side, though, is Munez. Uh, Ronald, it looks like they're just trying to use their speed to get around the side there. They've done that uh, a couple times now early in the game. Uh, so while he's only having a three-man front, it looks like uh, they're really trying to focus on avoiding that uh, that passing. Game. And they did give them the first down, so the Eagles push the ball to the 43-yard line of the Pirates. Good to see the movement. Thanks, uh, everybody checking in. We'll try to say hi to you guys when we see them. Too far, one near for the Rowlett Eagles. Again, the Eagles in their gray jerseys and the Wiley Pirates in their white jerseys. A little switch in the backfield. Too far, one near for the Eagles. Play action. Route looking for it. He's looking deep down the field. He lays it up there for Hall in the end zone. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles Antonio Hall gets a beautiful break the defender comes down with the touchdown. Great throw by Route. Great throw and a great job by Route to get out of the, all the congestion there in the line at the offensive line. Really does a good job of holding up. And anytime with Hall, Hall can always break away from that uh, defender. And uh, once again, he did that. That's exactly what happened. Eagles up on the board with uh, 4.59. Here comes the extra point, and it goes. Oh, no, he missed it to the right. So, but the Eagles get the touchdown. They get this uh, lead here early. Again, 459 left to go in the first quarter. Breakout on the football field. That means there's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. Back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Speaking of Homer B. Johnson, he is in the house. First time that we've had a broadcasting was here. Good to see you, Homer B. First thing I did... Well, I got the elevator, looked to the right, and there he was, just smiling. Love to see Homer B. Uh, 68 years in the Garland ISD. Here's a short kick by the Eagles. And the ball's on the ground! And I, I think the Eagles got it. Yep, number seven, Perez was able to pick it up. Boy, he looked like he got laid out, but he was able to get his hands on it. What a play there by Perez. Uh, I don't know who the uh, receiver was for Wiley, but... Hit him right in the chest and just uh, came off and just bounced forward. Yep, and that's the thing. We needed to open up the passing game, and that's what they exactly happened. Here's a turnover for the Eagles. All things looking good for the Eagles. This is a different Rally Eagles team I'm watching now. Right now. I see the motivation. I see the excitement uh, uh, from this team that we haven't seen a, a lot of so far this year. I mean, yeah, we're first place in the district, but 
we haven't had the excitement that I'm seeing right now with this team. And they haven't looked like a first – let's be honest, they haven't looked like a first-place football team. Uh, so right now they do. And uh, also, a win tonight will pretty much seal them up into the playoffs. So here come the Eagles, first down and 10. It's on the 32-yard line of the Pirates, one far too near route. Looking for Hall again. Now he's going to be flushed out of the pocket. He's going to have to take off trying to find some alley. If he gets down, and they're going to place the ball right about uh, where the line of scrimmage was. Then on the stop on the other side was Munoz. Not Munoz. As well as number 90 on the stop on the other side, uh, Athan. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm calling him. I'm not even going to pronounce that name. I'm calling him Athan. Afangadesh. Afangadesh. Johnson Afangadesh. Afon. I'm calling him Afon. That's his name tonight. So, Afon? Did you he, say Afon? Hey. You know, I was woo, woo, woo. <clears throat> Anyway, here we go. We're at Eagles offense. They are sitting on the 33-yard line. Here comes second down 11. They did lose one on that, one far too near. Here comes Ralph. This was the quarterback keeper the whole time, trying to get around the corner, and they almost got away. There was another block in the back that the Eagles kind of got away with. you got to make sure that you don't get the hands on the back of the jersey with the number. Well, I'm sure the coaches up here on in the press area are, are going to catch that and relay that, that down to the other coaches and let them know, hey, talk to these players. you got to be careful because if we can see them up here, sooner or later these officials are going to start catching too. Third down and six balls on the 28-yard line. Now the Pirates a vital play here. They need to take advantage of the turnover that happened out there on the kickoff. This is the opportunity to do so. Work up and try to just get you only need six yards, so let's see what they drop. Two near, one far. Play action. Route looking and he's going to go for it all in the corner for hole. And where's the no flags? And that brings up fourth down. There was a little pushing and shoving right into the end zone as he was putting his hands up to try to catch it there, Bill. It was a good call by the official, good non-call by the official, as the defender turned around the last minute. He did. If he didn't turn around, there would have been a flag. So 350 left to go. That brings up fourth down. No man's land in reality because when they put the ball down, they're going to place it at the 34-yard line. It would be a 44-yard field goal, so the Eagles are going to go for it on fourth down. It's kind of a little bit long field goal, three near one. Mark that. Three far, one near for the Rowlett Eagles. Route looking things over as Newton's on his right-hand side. There's going to be a timeout. Let's see who's going to take it. The Eagles are going to take it. That will only leave with one here uh, for the rest of the first half. So, breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rally Eagles Radio Network. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you, that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free no-obligation consultation. Back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. 3.50 left to go in the first quarter. A very important 
play that needs to be drawn up here. They are going to go for it. They don't call timeout here unless they're going to go for it here, Bill. If they end up kicking the ball, I'm going to I'm going to scream them up here. Well, and part of that is they, they want to see what defense uh, Wiley's going to set up with, so that way they can design a play for them. Well, nice little slant will happen. Yeah, so you'll be perfect right there. You got three far, one near for the wide receivers, and then you have Newton in the backfield with route looking things over. Wiley defense spread out. Looking here comes the blitz from the side. Route over the middle. Over through. Oh, miscommunication. The wide receiver King stopped, but it would have been over his head anyway in reality and behind him. Yes. So turnover on down. Well, uh, you're right. If he had stopped on a hitch and being able to uh, be throwing that ball to him, it would have been way over. If he was planning on going over the top, it was way too much uh, velocity on it to get in the air on it. So the Wiley defense holds, and that was a big thing for them as the turnover happened. Eagles still had that 6 nothing lead. Eagles could have stretched their legs a little bit, unable to do so. so. The thing about Raleigh, they, didn't get, they had a chance to really uh, expand this here. There we go. Looking at the ball. There's the slant we talked about. Lane just put the bullet over on Henry, unable to bring it in as the ball just goes right off his fingertips. Well, on what Rallet's doing, they're tempting Wiley to throw the ball. They had nine guys up in the box, and they had two receivers one-on-one, uh, and, and uh, is tempting them to see if they can uh, get that ball to the receivers. Even if he had gotten that ball, Johnny Rader is right there to uh, to stop him. The only problem is, is that he would have caught it at about the 40-yard line. It would have been enough for the first down. Here comes second down and 10 for the Pirates. One far, they got like a triangle stack. There goes the, the man kind of moving and keeping his lane right up the middle, bouncing off. He's going to get about six or seven before he's brought down by many Rowlett Eagles. We'll figure out who was out there. Got Lamb on the stop for the Rowlett Eagles. That was a great run by uh, uh, Lamb. I did go right up the middle there and uh, get some good yardage and make it a short third down. He recognized the hole and able to get their clock running at 314 in the first quarter. Too far, too near for the Pirates. And in the backfield is, well, let's see. Number 37 is in the backfield for the Wiley Pirates. I don't have that number, yeah, do I? Trey Adams. Trey Adams with the pass over on the far side. Ball is caught. Bringing it in was Malik Ford, the senior, before he was stopped on the other side on the Raleigh Eagles. But there looks like a yellow hanky at Dickie's Barbecue. Yellow hanky out on the football field. Oh, it's ra- wow. Roughing the passer. So that's going to be a 15-yarder yeah, big one. Doesn't want that. Is that there's going to another 15 uh, yards on it? They've got to play a disciplined game uh, and make Wiley earn everything. Don't give them uh, anything extra. As soon as this ball's ready, they're going to go on a snap. Bell. They wanted to do that. They were already looking. They're at the line again. Again, quick to the line or the Pirates to near one far. And they got to pick up the yellow hanky. That messed them up because they well, wanted to snap. Exactly. Talking about Wiley went up to the line ready to snap the ball, and the head official hadn't even gotten his flag yet. He just got done uh, um, calling the penalty. So that brings up first down and 10. Ball's on the 44-yard line of the Eagles. Here comes the snap. Here's the quick pass on the near side. Didn't quite make it to the intended re- receiver. And his name, Bill, is as if. <laughs> it, is. It, 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 it is as if as if as if, as if. Anyway, two fifths. 
255 left to go and quick to the line again. Second down and 10 on the 44-yard line of the Eagles. And they got that triangle stack on the wide receiver on the end of the uh, offensive line. There's that man in motion, backs up. Give it to him. Yep, coming around to the far side, trying to get around the corner. There's Malik Ford, and big hit down there on the football field. And he takes it down to about the 38. Adams on the stop for your Raleigh Eagles. Uh, That's going to still bring up a third down. This is a vital play here as the momentum has shifted after the turnover on downs. Well, and uh, it looks like Wiley is really trying to go on that one single receiver out and bunching everybody up uh, on the center of the field, including the triangle that you talked about. And they move that triangle and put one in motion into the backfield. And they are in that same formation, one part, the triangle on the near, handing it off Adams. Adams is going to push it down. He gets enough for the first down as the Wiley Pirates just continuing this drive after the turnover on downs by the Rowlett Eagles. And on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, there was Lockett. Yeah, uh, Wiley is going to their uh, strength right now and just running that ball right up the middle. You know, uh, uh, Rowlett's really good on that, but they also give up that long play right up the middle. Ball on the 33-yard line of the Eagles. There they go. Lang back to pass. He gets the rush. He's going to break out of it and try to push it down. He's going to get to about the 30-yard line before the stop on Lamb as well as Franks for the Rowlett Eagles. And they got to him quick because Lang was using his legs. He, that guy's a speedster. Yeah, and I don't know if that was a designed run play there. I think uh, Lamb was stepping back, um, and I think uh, just the pressure made him uh, roll, uh, scramble and get out of there. So new formation here, two far, one near four. The Pirates, one in the backfield. Yeah, big number 88 on the end, Swilly, the tight end. He may move in motion. We'll watch that. Adams is going to switch the side, go off to Lang's right, and he hands it off following the hole, and he pushes it down. And if they just keep doing that, they'll be in good shape. 20 Takes it down to the 22, about the 24-yard line. Where are they going to place it? And we'll go Perez on the stop as well as Drain. Uh, it looks like the 23-yard line, it was enough. For, actually, the 22-yard line, it was enough for the first down. Too far, one near for the Pirates as they're quick to the line. Adams will figure out what side he's going to be on. He's usually on the opposite side of 88, which would be Swilly. And they got plenty of time on the play clock since they're at the line immediately. So it seems like they're taking for a long time, and they're really not. Waiting on the snap. Lane gets it. Gets it into the hands. And, ah, ah, the Rowlett Eagles in the backfield. Look at that. Number 94 for your Rowlett Eagles. That was a Bukin. What a play by him as he got in the backfield penetration big time. Well, uh, Bukin is one of these youngsters that we keep talking about. He's uh, only a sophomore, so we're going to be calling his name uh, for a couple more years, just like we did for his older brother. So it's 14 seconds. The clock's going to run. They're going to run this down is what they're going to do and go into the second quarter. So that's going to do it for the first quarter. Eagles have a 6 nothing lead here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll take a quick break out on the football field as well as here on the show. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio, voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. We're pioneering a new work in working with people across the city of Rowlett. And anything you ever do big for the Lord, it has to be rooted in prayer. You pray first, and then you take a step. And that's what we've been doing. And we really believe that God's going to do, and he's doing some big things in the city of Rowlett. 
So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowland.org. All right, after the first quarter, your Eagles up 6 nothing, so they're going to switch sides, and the Eagles now in a situation where they got to play a little defense here in order to prevent the score. But right now, Wiley driving the ball fairly well, and this happened after a turnover by on downs by the Raleigh Eagles, unable to get the four, uh, first down on a fourth down play. And they have driven the ball all the way down to the Raleigh Eagles 25-yard line out of the break here. A little bit long, for the, even between the quarters as the – uh, time usually is about 40 seconds between quarters, but uh, maybe that's Thursday night. But here on Friday night, they let things go a little bit longer. So, All right, so second down and 13 after the loss on the last play for the Pirates. Too far, mark that, too near one far for the Pirates, one in the backfield, laying, waiting on the snap. Eagles just playing off the back there, and there's going to be a timeout. There's going to be a timeout coming out, and that one's going to go for the Pirates. So break out on the football field means a break here on the couch. With Tata Sports Show, you're listening to the coverage of the 2019 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. We'll be right this back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Second down and 13 for the Pirates. Man in motion for the Pirates. Lang hands the ball off. Pushing over to finding the big hole is Adams. And he's going to push it down to about the 13-yard line before he is brought down by Drain as well as Dudley. So the Rowland Eagles now give up a few yards there. That's going to bring third down and six. The ball's on the 18-yard line. Big play here. Eagles need to hold the Pirates to a field goal here. So let's see what the defense draws up. The offense is set on the two far too near as far as the wide receivers are concerned. Adams will be in the backfield off to the right of Wayne. Eagles moving with the folks moving out there. Hand the ball off the lane. Up the middle. Breaks the tackle. Pushes it down to about the four-yard line. I'm surprised there weren't any flags out there. He was brought down by Adams. But there was a lot of movement, and I thought it was going to be a a false start. Well, and uh, Rowlett had him tied up in the backfield and just going to wrap him up and get him. uh, That that should have been about fourth and ten. All right. First down and goal. Ball's on the four-yard line. One far too near for the Pirates. And the Pirates just taking advantage of the turnover on downs. 10.52 left to go. They hand it off. Adams trying to push it in there. Eagles stop him. Gain of maybe a yard, maybe. And it was Wills on the stop as well as Barber. And that brings up second down. 
big play there, just preventing him from getting in. He had to grab him and just swing him down because his momentum was trying to take him into the end zone. Well, and Trey Adams, he's actually a normally a linebacker, but they have him as in the back, though. And he's a big boy. He's, he's a tough load to bring down. Yes, he was. That's the reason why I couldn't find his number, because he was on the defensive side of the ball. Second down goal from the three. Man in motion for the Pirates. Lang keeping. He's going to roll to the right. Throws it over the middle. Wide open. Touchdown, Pirates. And that was just recognition of where his guy was there. Touchdown there was Henry. Henry just went into the end zone a yard deep and just stopped. Good play there by Lang to recognize it. Yeah, it's one of those where the quarterback tries to make it look like he's going to run it, and he gets up close to the line of scrimmage and just lobs that ball over the over the lineman and finds the guy right in the end zone. Hi, Cunningham here for the extra point for the Pirates, trying to take that one-point lead. Here's the snap kick goes up, and did he miss it? Nope, went through the stick. So the Pirates take the 7-6 to six lead here. Early in the second quarter, 10.02 left to go in the first quarter. Quick breakout on the football field. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. As soon as I can find the button there. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high-quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. Back on the Couch Potato Sports Show, coming to you from Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So now, kickoff. Yeah, go get some, definitely. Johnny Ray and uh, Antonio Hall back there. Thank you. Which one? Well, we know. As the kick goes up, and it's going to be handled by Newton again. Newton gets it at the 22-yard line, trying to find the seam, and he does. And you look at him. He's pushing it down to the 33-yard line. Good play. And that's actually a good guy to have on the up uh, men area because of the fact that you got a guy who normally is the guy that finds the alleys to try to get well, yards. And he's your running back. So, uh, you know, having an up guy, first of all, he's a good blocker. Second of all, you put the ball in his hands, he can make something happen. Because on the other side of the up man, uh, you have a, a yard burrow. Definitely. So either one is dangerous. I think they're keeping him away from Yarbrough. They've got enough film on him to say, I don't think so, Tim. So (laughs) so that being said, let's see what happens here for the Eagles. First down and 10 on their own 36. They hand the ball up. Who's in the backfield? Look at that around the corner. That's Hunt. We haven't seen Jay Hunt in a while. He's going to pick up about three, maybe four. That'll depend on. Wow, look at that. I think that was a generous spot. He does get tackled out of bounds. He was about four or five. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm surprised they didn't call a flag on that. I did it from up here. Five yards on first down. Opens up the playbook big time for the Raleigh Eagles. Good gain on first down for the Eagles. So the clock is stopped at 946. 
I don't know why the clock is stopped. I was wa- I was wondering that he went out of bounds, but that's reason. But that, I was gonna say once they set the ball, the clock's supposed to start right back. That's what I thought. So here we go. One far, one near for the Eagles. Hand it off to Hunt again, but it's gonna be a uh, Dickie's barbecue yellow hanky or a timeout. What's what is it, Bill? Because I don't see the yellow hanky. Delay a game. So back up the Raleigh Eagles. I didn't even see that time. I looked over there and it was on zero. I think that one there you got to put on the coaches uh, because I don't think he was uh, uh, getting the calling as soon as he could. Oh, look at the relevant, uh, they had a fan up on the on the uh, screen. That was pretty awesome. So here comes the Eagles, second down and eleven after the penalty. So the Eagles now set one far, one near. They're on their own 35-yard line, two in the backfield. They give it to Hunt. Hunt uh, follows a, a nice block. It was low. I'm surprised there wasn't a flag there either. And uh, no, That was a guy we were just talking about. That was Colton Yarbrough uh, into the game for the first time. Real low on that block there. Took him off really by the knees. So. Well, that. That's a legal block as as long as the defender is facing you. You can you can go low like that. It's when you're to the side or to the back when you can't do that. So here comes third down and four. Big play. Quick pass. Caught by Hall. They get the first down at midfield. That was a big play for the Eagles because of the last drive not being able to be successful, especially when they did, did a four and out. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's what uh, Rowlett needs. You know, they, they average over 300 yards of uh, – uh, the offense per game. So, you know, they really want to get themselves going here. But the city is Steel City Storm out of Pittsburgh. That's why they call them Steel City. <laughs> Too far. And they hand the ball off. Nope, keeping it as well on the quarterback option. He's by found the other side, number 44 on the stop. That was Harper as well as number 17 on the stop. I'll mark that. Number 44 on the other side is King as well as on the stop, number 17, which is uh, – uh, Russia. So that brings up second down and nine. Eight forty-one left to go here in this first half. Set, puts the ball about midfield, too far, two in the backfield for the Rowlett Eagles. This is a very popular play because they they can have yard ball as well as Hunt in the backfield, and they can even switch it out with Newton. Too far for the Rowlett Eagles. Second down and nine. Back to pass as well. He wanted to go deep. Now he's going to get flushed out of the pocket, push it out, and he just throws it away. That was a very bright move by Rowell. Realizing he had nothing, even if they would have completed that pass, it would have been a loss of four or five. That was a good play by Rowell, even though it puts them in the position where they are now. Put it back about that. 10 to 15 yards if he had tried to keep that ball and try to get it around the corner as he really didn't have the angle for that. So, yeah, just put it at the feet of your receiver. If you can't get it to him, just put it somewhere where nobody can get it, but put it close to a receiver. Absolutely. Knowing where he was outside of the pocket, knowing where his receiver was, putting it at the feet, realizing that Hall was covered deep down the field, could not throw that ball. Everything about that play for route was really good. It looks like the weak buy was good for route. Here he is, back to pass. He's He's going to put it up there, and oh, uh, I think Cole didn't realize the ball was in the air. No, uh, right. I, and he, I think he even knows it. He's like, wow, I didn't even know that well, ball was in the air. That was the that was the right route. Yep. The route threw that ball a little too early uh, for Hole. Hole didn't even get out of his break before that ball was thrown. So I, I, that, that brings up fourth down. The Eagles will probably take the step back and kick this one. 
I don't think we'll see him going fourth down nine. That's exactly what happened. There's route. Puts that little, puts a nice little kick. That ball's going to bounce, and if it stays in, and it's going to go out of bounds at the 22-yard line, not a bad punt. I uh, would like to see you get more uh, – yards with the Rowlett roll, but unfortunately that didn't happen. So so quick synopsis here, Bill, as far as the game is concerned, we're seeing a different Rowlett football team in reality, um, but now we're kind of seeing them settle into a little bit. Last two drives kind of reminds you of what the, the struggles they were having in the first three weeks here in district. Yeah, no, I don't want to take, uh, take it all, uh, put all that on the Rowlett. Uh, I think Wiley also has settled down on the defensive side, but uh, yeah, Rowlett came out smoking the first half. Yep, they did. You saw that, uh, that enthusiasm, and it's kind of uh, just settled into just a regular game here. Hand the ball off, pushing it up, gain of about three, maybe four for Adams for the Pirates. On the stop for your Raleigh Eagles were many. It looked like the whole offensive line was on the stop number 32 for your Raleigh Eagles calling 23. Mark that. 23 drain on the stop. So a second down and six. Ball's on the 27-yard line of the Pirates. Pirates going left to right on your internet radio dial. One far too near for the Pirates. Eagles looking like they want to show blitz, and they back out of it. They hand the ball off. Adams, far side, and he's just chugging it away. He only needed six. He got nine. So first down for the Pirates before he was brought down by Barber, as well on the other side, Anderson for your Eagles. Well, we're seeing a lot more Anderson this week than we have uh, yep. uh, so far for the year, so he's definitely getting a lot more playing time early in the game. Here comes first down. Again, right to the line are the Pirates. They do not huddle. They look to the side and get the play from the coach. Clock continuing to run here in the second quarter, seven minutes. Pirates have the lead, 7-6 to six over your Raleigh Eagles, and they're driving. Here's first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Adams following blockers, just push, just picking his way down there. Gain of eight as he just ran to the left, followed the blocker, then jumped over one of the defenders as, as well as drain on the stop for your Raleigh Eagles. And uh, Adams for such a big boy, he, he's got some moves. He can really, he's got light feet and, and can uh, break back real, really easily. So. Second down and one for the Pirates as the ball's on the 44-yard line. They didn't give him the first down. He actually needs to get to in between the 49 and 50-yard line for the first down. Two near one five for the Pirates. Lang hands it off. Adams has just been the workhorse. He's going to get enough for the first down, and that's about it before he's clipped by the Raleigh Eagles out on the defensive side. It was Anderson as well as Dudley on the stop. So now... First down, just slowly moving the ball down the field. Again, the aspect of not having the huddle has players for the Eagles running off on a sprint to make sure that they don't snap the ball with 12 men out on the football field or more, depending on the situation. One far too near for the Pirates. Here comes first down. And the ball off, why not? Pushing it, Adams. If Adams can get seven or eight yards every time he touches the ball, they're not going to do anything but hand the ball well, off. To that's him. just it. Uh, you know, it's a, well, it has somebody on him right at the line of scrimmage, but he's just getting by him. But look at the legs on that dude. Yeah, you get seven, eight yards every time, then uh, you don't need to pass the ball. You don't need to do anything special. And he's off the field, so that's now. It's not going to be him running the ball. 
So we'll figure out what the situation is for the Pirates. Two near one far, and there's the yellow hanky. It's going to be a false start. Down back up the Wiley Pirates. 5.08 left to go in the first quarter. Again, Pirates up by one. It's 7-6, to six, and this field goal by the Eagles after the first touchdown for the bomb to Antonio Hall. So the backup will now make it second down and nine as they place the ball at the Pirate 48-yard line. So, ah, it's working. It's working. The Eagle Eye trying to get the stats up and keep track of some of the other scores that are happening. And, oh, wow, not sure what's going on. So here we go. Handoff right up the middle, pushing it up. Wow, big, big time. And, by the way, that is – Running the ball, Kramer, he is actually listed as a tight end and Barber on the stop. Well, yeah, he's a big boy. He's only, yeah, he is. He's only a sophomore. So, uh, uh, Kramer is somebody that you're going to hear uh, uh, for a while, but I guess he's just back there to uh, cover Adams while Adams takes a breather. Third down and two, two near one far. Again, in the backfield is Kramer. Lane just not throwing it, hands it off, and they get it right into Kramer. Kramer pushes it, breaks his tackle to the 30. Now, now to the 10-yard line before he's brought down by the 8. And the running game is all that's been going on here. Will's on the stop for your rally the Eagles. Eagles need to figure out what to do to stop well, that that's run. that's all they're doing. They haven't had to uh, do the pass at all. They've only had a couple of uh, completions. Saying hi to people I see in the – we have a booth next to us. I know those folks. So, all right, first down for the Pirates. They're at the 10-yard line, and they're going to go ahead and hand it off this time. Ah! The Eagles say, no, I don't think so, Tim. It ain't going to happen. A big-time uh, rusher that Kramer is, you got to get that guy by the legs or he's just going to sit there and break the tackles. Dudley on the stop. Good to see you, Jeremy York. I just happened to be looking where the camera is and noticed you were there. Appreciate it. Lots of people checking in. I do appreciate that. And we've been getting – and he is looking at you. The eagle eye is looking at you. Here we go. Second down and 11. It's actually second down and goal from the 11. 3.33 left to go in the second quarter. Too near. Lane gets a snap. There's the pass over the middle. Great play on the ball. Is that Dream Bill? No, that's uh, Johnny Ray. Johnny Ray. Good play on the ball. And if he would have zipped that one a little bit more than he did, and he zipped it, by the way. Ball was intended for Michael Ford um, and his brother, Malik Ford. They're both seniors, so they, I bet you they're twins. Yeah. Michael and Malik. I bet you they're twins. Anyway, back to third down and goal. 325, that incompletion stops the clock. Oh, and there was there was evidently a Dickie's Barbecue Yellow Hanky that's backing up the Pirates. I did not hear the call, but it backed him up to the 16-yard line. So they'll replay second down. I don't know why they took that penalty. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they took the penalty. Why didn't they just deny just it? Just decline that penalty. Keep it third down at, third down goal from the from the 11. Coach Stevens right now is talking to side judge about that. Yeah, I think I don't think they're going to take this penalty. And I think it would be a good idea just to decline it. So they're going to take a quick breakout on the football field. That means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rally Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? 
contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pot, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002, or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. Still lots of conversation going on there. I think Doug Steven wants to know, because you're right, though, if that was an illegal shift, then then they can deny it. But if it's a, a false start, and I guess I, we didn't hear the call because we didn't even see it. The next thing we knew, they were backing the ball up five yards, and Coach Steven is still trying to get clarification on why he could not decline that penalty and make a third down and goal from the 10. And, and he's not letting this go, Bill. I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. I mean, to have the ball third and left goal from the 11, uh, here you, you, they're on the 17, but you, they got two. Yeah. That that is, you can't let that happen in reality. Even if they go for it on fourth down, which they wouldn't, they get the field goal to take a ten six lead. Well, you know he's got to be uh, passionate about it. If he's going to use his last time out of the half, that's to try to get this squared away. Wow, he did. He used the last time out, and don't look like he's uh, going to get what he wants, which is the third down and goal from the eleven. So they backed it up, second down and goal from the sixteen. Now. The Pirates want clarification. Now they're moving the ball, Bill. So evidently the discussion that was made, and it's now third down and goal from the 11, depending on what the conversation is, are they going to change their mind again? So, yeah, okay, they changed the third and third and goal from the 11. So exactly what uh, Coach Stevens wanted to do. So Coach Howard from Wiley came out there, and he wanted to know, okay, why are you changing now? And I don't think there's a reason that uh, Coach Howard couldn't, can dispute it because here comes here comes the light. He still didn't say what it was. Oh, I couldn't hear one of the two. I thought he was breaking up, but yeah. uh, they did uh, uh, say it was uh, declined. Um, so now that why that's why and that should be third down and yes. sixteen. So the the board is wrong. Here we go, third down and go from the. 11, fade to the corner, a push-off. Are they going to get the flag, Bill? I didn't see the Dickie's Barbecue. There it is right there. Dickie's Barbecue flag, and it will be pass interference. So all that, no and void, push down and goal properly from the two. Well, they're probably going to put a half a distance of goal, so it's probably going to be about the five and a half. They're claiming they're, now the officials are discussing whether that was catchable as Raleigh is claiming that that was an uncatchable ball. To me, I think it was catchable because he got pushed out of bounds. And, yeah, he wasn't close to the ball but because he got pushed out of bounds. So let's see what happens here. See what the officials are going to call. And watch the, the other side if they pick this flag up. They did call it, so it is pass interference. It will give them automatic first down. It will be about the placement, and they're going to put it right at the two-yard line. So well, They called Antonio Holt for that, but we know he's not out there. He's actually sitting on the bench right now. Unless he's playing some defense, which I don't think he is. 
Ah, there you go. They they don't call me alive for nothing. Here it comes. First down and goal from the two-yard line for the Pirates. 319 left to go in the first quarter. They're looking to stretch their legs and get even more on the board. Two near. One far. Pushing the ball. Not getting very far. I'm not sure who that was who was carrying it. Is that Adams? Yeah, it was Adams. And uh, on the stop was Franks for your Raleigh Eagles, as well as Armstrong. So here comes second down for the Eagles. Clock continuing to run here. Just dropped up underneath three minutes. And just as we got off to that quick start in the first quarter, slowed down here a little bit in the second quarter. As the play clock now is down to 13, they're still at the line. They're going to get the call. Two near, one far for the Pirates. Lang waiting on the snap. Gets it, gives it to Adams. Adams to the left, pushes in, touchdown Pirates. So the Pirates stretching their legs here, 13 to 6, pending this extra point. So the Pirates able to take advantage of the Eagles, not being able to get the ball either in uh, through the uprights or into the end zone. Uh, two unanswered point, uh, two unanswered touchdowns for the Wiley Pirates. Well, that rally defense has been on the field a long time. Second quarter. So they bring on the kicking unit. Lang will go ahead and hold it. And jeez, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just amazed on how fast he gets around the corner. And that when I say he, I'm talking about number five Adams for your Raleigh Eagles. Kick is good. So the Pirates are taking a 14-6 lead here. Quick breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio now. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Raleigh Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lymph and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. Stadium. By the way, here comes here comes the short kick again, and handling it, and a fair catch caught at the 35 yard line. I don't even know who that was. I think it was Franks. Maybe I couldn't tell. Uh, no, uh, that made the catch. That was 88 to Corey Brown. There you go. Yeah. So a couple things. First of all, Homer B. Johnson in the building, in his own building, Homer B. Johnson, but former Raleigh Eagle kicker Drew Gillis was picked up in the draft for the XFL. And folks that don't know who he was, boy, that guy could really whip it kicking the football, couldn't he, Bill? He, that guy was amazing. Went on to Baylor, had a good career over at Baylor. So he got drafted. Congratulations there. Um, and um, I'll remember his name here in a moment. 
Charles Amenahu, big game for the Houston Texans last Sunday. Uh, heard his name called a lot in that game, having a good rookie season for Charles Amenahu, former Rowlett Eagle. So too far, too near for the Rowlett Eagles. There goes the man in motion coming to the near side. No, keeping it. And it, I, I don't even know what happened. And Rout just kept the ball. I followed the guy, and it, the old trickster it was out there, Bill. Um, and uh, Rout just kept the ball. On the stop on the other side was number 10. That was Adamson. Yeah, that was a play action, and uh, uh, Rout got me. Uh, pass on the jet, and Rout was able to keep that ball. Originally, he was heading towards the right side and just moved back to the left with the, with the blockers in front of him. All right, 208 left to go, 14 6 in favor of the Pirates. Rout on the option, gets it around the corner to Hunt. Hunt steps out of bounds at the Pirate 47-yard line. So gain of about two. That will bring up second down for the Eagles. So now the Eagles need to put together a good two-minute drive. Getting out of bounds was a good thing. Let's stop the clock. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, just under two minutes here, you know, that 47 yards isn't uh, uh, too hard of a task for Rowlett, but they've got to do it with no timeouts. So. You heard that. No timeouts, two timeouts for the Pirates. Again, a minute 59 left to go in this one, 14 uh, in the first half, 14 to 6. Play action. Route's going to have to get out of trouble. He's going to take off, pushing, using the stiff arm, and he's going to be tackled in bounds, which he was trying to get out of bounds, uh, but before he was brought down. Uh, so the clock will continue to run there um, as they get it back to the line. That was just, you know, earlier we had complimented or uh, uh, made comment of Smart uh, Rock against the rid of that ball. This time he should have got rid of the ball and kept it there. So now that brings up now third down and 13 for the Rowlett Eagles. You're all good. We, we, we got people in the booth here this night. Are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, she won't talk. She uh, she she turned mute as soon as the, the the microphones are on. Here we go, third down and thirteen for the Eagles from their own forty-eight yard line. Route with the pass, start caught by I think that's Hall. Hall, they're going to push him down, and he's still not going down, and he's going to be brought down at the twenty-eight yard line. Good catch there by Antonio Hall, uh, your leading receiver here for your Rowlett Eagles. Only receiver so far in the first half is that uh, they double team Rel, uh, uh Hall, but he's able to get himself open in the middle of the field there. So now. Here comes first down and 10. Ball on the 28-yard line. 42 seconds left to go in the first half. Route back to pass. Gets the ball in the air. And perfect timing for number 26 for the Wiley Pirates. And that was uh, Marlin on the coverage. He was able to get his hand up there, prevent Hall from bringing that one in. So that brings up now second down and 10. And the Eagles are now not taking a huddle. Well, now they are. You've got 35 seconds left, so you really got to keep that ball on the sideline. You don't want to put that ball in the middle of the field right now with that locker room. Unless you're going to get into the end zone. Now, remember, in high school, uh, if you get the first down, it is a – they do stop the clock real quick. All right, so here come the Eagles. Route gets the snap. He's looking downfield. Now he's going to have to take off, and there goes a shoe. Someone lost the shoe. I, I saw that before I saw anything else. On the stop on the other side was, for the Pirates was number 15, Hinkley. 
and the clock is now continuing to run. they got to get to the line in only 16 seconds. They're going to have to go to the end zone. Three far, one near for the Eagles. 12 seconds left to go. Route gets the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to go over to the side. Intercepted by the Pirates. And the Eagles, yeah, I was going to say, need to bring him down. And the clock will stop with one second left to go. And the Pirates will probably take a knee and go into halftime. So, say again? Oh, the quarterback was the one that lost his shoe. Thank you very much. See, I get two eagle eyes here in the booth. This is awesome. This is cool. So, one second left to go. Eagles down 14 to 6. And, again, I think the Pirates should just come take a knee and be done with it and uh, go from there. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't expect them to do much here. Just to get, uh, get in the halftime and, uh, uh, you know, Wiley's going to get the ball coming out the second half. So, they want to get in there and uh, get prepared for the second half. So at halftime, we'll hear from Homer B. Johnson, well, not from him. We'll learn a little bit about Homer B. Johnson as uh, halftime will roll on. We'll talk a little bit now. For the video, just to let everybody know, the video portion of this is going to be no noise. You'll just see us, and I'll, I'll try to say hi to the people on there. But for the radio coverage, again, Homer B. Johnson, find out a little bit about the man that we're sitting in his building. Many, uh, many, 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 many. I could do that about 65 more times and still be a little bit short. Many years, close, actually now, when I was reading that article, I realized that article was two years old. He is at 69 years in the Garland ISD, folks, and is the definition of staying power if I've ever seen one. So we're going to go to halftime, everybody, and when we come back at, at the end of the quarter, we'll see if we can get some stats for the Eagle Eye. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Outlet Eagles Radio Network. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Outlet Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our products, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty here in Haiti. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high-quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landing Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. 
um, out of the population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we're bringing in a guest speaker. And he's just going to share the love of Christ. And we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world. And man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now. But our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665. Or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniteroulette.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. And welcome into the halftime show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the Wiley Pirates coming to you from home of Bay Johnson Stadium in Garland, Texas. You know, Homer B uh, is one of these guys when you 
think about football and you think about the Garland dynasty, he's one of the first names that comes up. And the first thing you think about as far as sports in general within the Garland ISD. And when we have been coming to Homer B. Johnson Stadium uh, for all these years, except this year, we've seen Homer B. Johnson uh, all the games right here at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Uh, we haven't seen him uh, as of late uh, within this year as we o normally always do. So who is Homer B. Johnson? Well, the Homer B. Johnson is a graduate from Garland High School. That happened back in 1945. He plays center for the Owls on the football team. He was also a basketball and baseball guy. So you think about that. Then, after graduation, he attended uh, Texas A&M University. And, you know, we talk about that with the bullet experience, those guys all over there from Texas A&M. And then after his freshman year at uh, A&M, he transferred to North Texas State, and he played for the Eagles of North Texas State, and then he graduated from North Texas in 1947. Now, think about that. He graduated from North Texas in 1947. He graduated college in two years, folks. So, in 1948, at the age of 20, he came back to the Garland area and Garland High School at the age of 20, and he was a backfield coach under Jerry Sellers. And he was the youngest assistant coach in the state of Texas at that time. So... In 1950, he became the backfields coach at Garland ISD under Bill Ellington, who replaced Darrell uh, Royals as the athletic director at Texas, uh, the University of Texas. So when 1958 rolled around, when Coach Ellison left for the University of Texas, Johnson replaced him as the head coach of the Garland Owls. He was once again the youngest coach to in the state at that time to coach a football team at the age of 29, guys. Then, in 1960, Garland won the first state district championship in the highest classification in football in the state of Texas at the time. So, then at 34 years of age, we're talking Five years later, he left coaching to become the athletic director for the Garland ISD. He was once again the youngest in the state of Texas in 1978 on the Garland ISD board as they renamed Garland Memorial Stadium to Homer B. Johnson Stadium in 1989 and he was also inducted in the Garland Sports Hall of Fame in 1993. So this guy has done it all and you go back to that since 1978. Now I want you to think about this. Going back to the years when he was 20 years old folks, he came back and became a part of the Garland Dynasty at 20 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, when he retired in 2016, it's not 2019, he had put in 68 years in the Garland ISD. And, folks, I cannot tell you what, you, you want to talk about staying power? 
you know, in one place, that's staying power as far as that's concerned. So you think about this as well. Homer B. Johnson in 1993 when he was in, inducted into Texas High School Football Coaches of Hall of Fame. He was also selected as head coach uh, uh, for a team in Texas for the Oil Bowl, by the way. Uh, many considered that Oil Bowl team representing Texas to be one of the most talented teams ever selected by the Oil Bowl. Okay, just remember that. No, I, I, people probably have never even heard of the Oil Bowl. Nine players from that team went on and played in the NFL after they defeated Oklahoma 23-14. to uh, 23 to 14. And then the athletic directors in Texas selected Johnson to be inducted in the Athletic Directors Hall of Fame in 1997. Guys, this was 19 years before he retired, and he was already in the Hall of Fame. In 2001, he was inducted into the Texas Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, I mark that the Texas Hall, Texas Football Hall of Honors with Zach Thomas, Texas Tech, Miami uh, football player Donnie Anderson, Texas Tech, and Green Bay guy, uh, John Kimbrough. And the 1939 All-American at Texas A&M, um, and he was inducted into the Oil Bowl Hall of Fame on June uh, 20th, 2018. So, or 2008. So, Homer B. Johnson, you know, keeps going and keeps getting honors, whether it's the Texas School of Business Magazine's Educator of the Month to the Garland uh, High School Alumni Associated Distinguished Alumni Award. I mean, this guy's got all the awards, and really, when you think about Homer B. Johnson and who he is, this guy is a legend. There is no question about it. So when you thought about it, before he retired, he was the executive athletic director of the Garland ISD. Um, I actually interviewed him. He was a great interview, um, many, many years uh, thinking about this. And you think about it again, 68 years in the Garland ISD. And I'll tell you, 64 of those years right there as the uh, athletic director. That is, like I said it before, I'll say it again, that's staying power, and it doesn't get much better than that. Homer B. Johnson, a great guy. We're going to take a quick break here in the uh, halftime show. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Homer B. Johnson. You're on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and you're at Eagles Radio Network. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24-gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickies Barbecue today. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? 
How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62 because these decisions are so important. My firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance funds. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Welcome back into the halftime show of your Rowland Eagles as they're taking on the Wiley Pirates. We're talking a little bit about Homer B. Johnson because you want to talk about a guy that's been there, done that, and has seen it all. There's no question that Homer B. Johnson is one of those guys. So one of the biggest, I guess if you want to call it shakeup or changes in reality, when you talk about high school football, was the induction of Title IX back in 1976, okay? So Homer B. Johnson had to change his way of what he did to bring girls into sports around here. That being said, that was a big one. So what happens? Three sports with two female coaches at then four high schools under his leadership. The girls' program featured six, uh, six, team and three in, six teams and three individual sports, all at the level of uh, seven, which at the time was the highest. And... He ex, uh, expanded his woman's coaching staff to nine to accommodate for all the sports that were offered. And you, you think about the time and the days where it was all about just men's sports. It, it, it's just what it was. And he was able to change all that and get that going. So when you think about it, this guy has, again, been there, seen it all, and unfortunately, we have not seen Homer B. Johnson this season at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So um, while I've been doing this halftime show, I just could not get an update. And then as far as how he is and if his health and things of that sort that's keeping him away, I imagine it is. Because Homer B. Johnson has been coming to football games for over 60 years so it has to be something to keep him away. It's not because he all of a sudden lost the love of high school football. There's just no way. So Homer G. Johnson, I said it before we went on to the break, Homer B. Johnson is not just a man, he's a legend. And he wouldn't accept that title from anybody. But you think about it, before he retired, okay, again, the executive athletic director of, of the Garland ISD, again, 68 years doing that, 64 years as the athletic director. During that tenure, 
okay? The Garland ISD has grown from one high school uh, district to a uh, seven 6A high schools, 12 middle school district, and he gave many coaches and players the opportunity and their first jobs within the Garland ISD, including former superintendent Curtis Caldwell, which, by the way, the Curtis Caldwell Center is out there, which includes Randy Love, former NFL running back for the then St. Louis Cardinals. You think about this thing and what he has done to change what high school sports is about especially in the state of Texas. You also think about the summer programs that he had for many young men and women who are now ha or have been professional athletes. The last, you know, you think about, the, I don't want to say the last one, but one that's playing the NFL, Marquise Goodwin for the San Francisco 49ers, also spent time in Buffalo. Charles Amenahu was uh, picked in the fifth round of the NFL draft. He is a former Rowlett Eagle. You think about it. Uh, there's another uh, a defensive player that went to the New York Giants. I mean, there's just guys all over the place. I can probably name off a list. But I will tell you right now, you think about that, and uh, but back to, to um, a good one. He was a few of a double sport athlete that competed in Division I college level primarily because of Homer B. Johnson, who told him to participate in both. And look where he is now. And we can talk about who Marquise Goodwin is. In fact, we're going to do that at the halftime show of the Raleigh Eagles taking on the Garland Owls. We're going to talk a little bit about Marquise Goodwin, who he is, what he's done, all the things that have happened. But when you think about Homer B. Johnson, when I told you he's been there and done it all, he's even wrote, wrote a book. All right, so you think about this. You know, he, you know, he obviously had help, but at the same time, when you write a book, the book is called That Crazy Kid. This was uh, written back in 2011 you can get it on Amazon I'm looking at it right now you can get it on Amazon and you don't have to spend a lot for it 15 16 bucks for the paperback Kindle's 9.99 and the hardcover is 11 uh, 11.24 and if you want to really go that you, you get the used ones and you can get it um, if you have the Kindle credit and things like that you can get it for nothing or the paperback book as low as two dollars and ninety cents or the hardcover for 11.24 so, guys, if you want to learn more, I, folks, I just briefly went over what this guy's all about. And you want to hear some great stories, you got to read this book. Yes, Sonny Clark has it. And mainly, obviously, because of what we do and what we've been doing for the last eight years here in the Garland ISD. So exciting that we've been able to be a part of this. And knowing Homer, and, and folks, I'm going to tell you, I got to the stadium early. That's just what radio folks do. Me, I needed two hours for setup. Me, I got there three hours early. Why? I got there because I wanted to see Homer B. Johnson. Great guy. I sat down with him on many occasions. Just at, his, at Homer B. Johnson Stadium as he got there early. 
and I just sat with him, talked with him and his bro- his uh, son, and and the uh, other superintendents of the sports side within the Garland ISD, just having great conversations with them. Guys, you need to find out a little bit about Homer B. Johnson. He is a great man and a great leader for the Garland ISD. So uh, check that out and uh, get it all squared. We're getting set for the second half of your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the Wiley Pirates here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. Radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are, as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates, as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, Out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon and Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniteroulette.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. 
whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice at your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. She and she she does it naturally, which is really cool. So um, we are back here. Um, Horror V Johnson in the uh, in the building. We were commenting about the Wiley band. They had so many in this band. First of all, they took like 17 minutes at halftime, which you're only supposed to get 14. So they took they took up an extra well, three minutes. We're not going to say it because it was an outstanding yeah. show. Um, and, and they walked off the field. And if you know anything about Homer B. Johnson Stadium where you come in and out, that whole band took up the whole road so they could get up and out and get up on the buses. and Or, or actually, they went back to go the back way to the stadium. So they're they're out there as well. So 
But good game working here. We're seeing the different Rowlett Eagles team. Again, we talked about a little bit about it, the um, the break that was needed, the bye-bye-bye, um, you know, which we – by the way, what did, what did you do on uh, Friday night? Uh, last Friday night? Yeah, did you go to any games? No, I didn't go to any games. That was a cold night. It was cold. Just um, people are bones. Yeah, <laughs> old people in their bones. Press box. We're nice and comfortable yeah. while they're down there in jackets and everything else. We sat up here, eat some uh, barbecue, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. stay nice and warm during the game. So, uh, so that's what I did last Friday night. Was I didn't. Uh, I fell asleep. I know. I know that. I, I was gonna go to a wrestling program, uh, but they canceled it. Well, so. I wasn't gonna go to the game. I thought I would maybe go to the Star and watch one of the Frisco teams play, but no. I just uh, enjoyed the evening. Sometimes being lazy is the way to go. I'm I'm an expert at it, so I'm really good. So here we go. All right, they're about ready to kick this one off again. 14 to six. The Eagles missed the extra point after their first uh, first touchdown, 42 yard bomb to Antonio Hall for their touchdowns. Then they rush in uh, for the um, Wiley Pirates and a quick uh, little shuttle over the uh, defensive line uh, for Mason. Our, our, yeah, Mason Lang. So. This is it. The Eagles going to kick it off. They're waiting on the referees to give them the okay to put the ball down and get going as everybody is trying to get the bands off. That's what it is. They're trying to get the bands back. they got to be back uh, beyond that white line. So they still got people beyond that, and they're waiting for that uh, to get squared away, and then we'll get everybody in the play. Well, and uh, with this offense, we need to get some of these. We have hardly called King's name tonight. Did- uh, we really only saw Yarbrough a couple of plays. We really need to get uh, some of these players that we've been calling on a weekly basis into the into the offense. It's a good point, especially Yarbrough. Yarbrough, you know, he was the firecracker of this football team. Time, so, yes. So. Uh, hopefully they uh, get, uh, do some halftime adjustments and get them in the game a little bit more. All right, so here come the Eagles. They're going to go ahead and kick this one off. It's going to be the short kick. And calling for a fair catch at the 20-yard line are the Pirates. They'll start their first drive actually at the 21-yard line. So 80, uh, 79 yards for them. Mark that. I didn't do the math right. So, yeah, I did. 79 yards to get to pay dirt. And, you know, sometimes that quick well, math, it doesn't come to me as fast as it yeah, really should. High school football, if it's inside the 25-yard line, they fair catch. They put it at the 25. Well, there you go. And he knows the rules better than I do. So they're 75 yards away from pay dirt as they do put it on the 25-yard line. Uh, calling for the fair catch um, puts them there. So uh, that's obviously a safety thing that they got in play for high school football because we would not see that on college as well as the NFL level. So, all right, so here come the Pirates. Pirates, again, they're in the full white uniforms. They're traveling with the burgundy uh, letters, and here comes first down. Hand the ball off. Adams is a big part of the offense. Uh, Wills with the stop after a gain of about three. We've seen Adams uh, in many times, as well as uh, number 88, uh, Swiller coming in. Those are big guys. They're actually secondary tight end guys in the backfield, uh, more so than the regular running backs, at which uh, Perry, Sherman, and Sheffield uh, are back there. So here comes second down. Play action. Oh, hit as he got there. And all in and out of the hands of Henry uh, prevented. That, that had a lot of yards written on it. But getting hit as he threw the ball was Lang. Yeah, and he does some good velocity to the receiver. Yeah, he did. Number six, uh, for Malik Ford should have really come up with that ball as it did hit him in the numbers. 
So that brings up third down for the Pirates. Ball on their own 28-yard line. Eagles is trying to force them to punt the ball. This is a big play. They need to be able to stop them here so they can start the momentum here in the second half. Man in motion for the Pirates. Back to pass. Here's a little screen pass. It's tipped and goes incomplete. So the Eagles hold. That was a good drive stopper right there for the Raleigh Eagles. Now they get the opportunity to be able to do something offensively. Well, and it's a little confusing for Wiley is that you ran the ball so well in the first half. Hardly had to throw the ball the whole half. And you come out in two of your first three plays, yep. you're throwing the ball. So I'm not sure if they're trying to see if they can mix it up or not. High snap and not able to get to it, but nice kick, even though it was high snap. Ball on the ground! Oh, no! And the Pirates end up with the ball. Holy smoke! Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. And the eagle eye says it's the eagle. Oh, they did! Wow. Good. I, I'm going to tell you, Bill, I think it's a good thing they don't have replay in high school. I think they got on. There were five white jerseys around the one Rowlett Eagle. Wow. One of them kicked that ball back to Hull. Hull tried to catch it um, at his face level so his arms up instead of turning his, uh, his arms or his hands down to catch that ball as you would on a return. He tried to catch that hands up, which is hard to do on a kick. Well, here we go. The Eagles do catch a break. The ball's on their own 38-yard line. Eagles offense on the field. Two near, two in the backfield. Following, trying to get around his hunt. Find the find the lane. Going to get to the 43-yard line. Still 42-yard line. So he gained a four on first down before he was brought down on the other side. And that was Adamson. And it comes and picked up a four. Brings up second down. So 10:49. Left to go here in this third quarter, and I stole your pen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Too far, one near for the Raleigh Eagles. Two in the backfield. Same play. Following the rusher, pushing it is Charge uh, Hunt. Boy, he's right near that first down marker. This one's going to be close. Are they going to call the first down, or are they going to say it's a little short? Well, well, there's a flag on the penalty, and you stole my flag, so I can't throw it. What, uh, no, I actually, you threw it up, and it landed behind the they're, thing. They're going to get Rowlett with a face mask. Uh, nope. Wiley with a face mask on that play. Wow. That's a 15-yarder on the end of that play. For the face mask. And they're going to get De- uh, Desmond Adamson on that as he brought down New- uh, Newton uh, to the ground with his face mask. So the Eagles in business. The ball's going to be placed at the Pirate 37 yard line. Eagles have the first down. Eagles going right to left on your internet radio dial. They're in their gray jerseys, white pants. So this way they know who they're throwing to because the Wiley Pirates have the same color jerseys as their away jerseys. So to make sure they don't mix it up. They put their grays on. Here's the snap. It's bobbled and they hand it off. Yard ball. He breaks something out of nothing. Pushes it down to the 30-yard line. The ball was bobbled on the snap and yard ball just took it all the way over there and Hinkley on the stop. Coming out of the the halftime, we were talking about let's get yard ball in there. He makes things happen. Positive things happen when he gets the ball. Yard ball, Newton in the backfield for your Rowlett Eagles. Two near, one far. 
as they are second down and three. Ball's on the 30. I thought I saw some movement. They hand it off. Yard ball trying to get around. He gets the first down, pushes it down to the 28-yard line again. Hinkley on the stop for the Pirates. Well, just doing a great job at following his blockers. He's patient back there uh, before he uh, cuts into that hole but and to make sure that his blockers get set up before he does. So here come the Eagles. They, they're, they're driving on the 24-yard line of the Pirates. Snap. They follow. This time, Yardball's the lead blocker, and Newton was out there, but there is a Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky out on the football field, and this one's going to go against Raleigh. It's going to be holding. It'll back him up 10. So they're looking at it. And that's exactly what the call is. So it'll back him up 10. So it'll be first and 20 from the 44, or mark that, the 33-yard line for the Eagles. Gives them more room to maybe throw the ball deep down the field to, to haul. So you, you got to kind of look at it as a, as a positive, I guess. But we haven't seen them throw the football deep down the field so far here in this third quarter. So let's see what they draw up here. Three no, far, one here. Well, they uh... – Backfield's empty, so that's obviously they're looking to put the ball down the field. Yep, three far, one near. Looking for, and having to take off as well because, hey, I'm going to tell you right now, the Wiley Pirates were in the backfield. like no one blocked anybody. On the stop was Rossaw, and it was like no one blocked them. Before you knew it, the whole defensive line was in the backfield behind the Rowland Eagles offensive line. So your offensive line where we're given an initial block and then they were going to start heading downfield, but you got to get that initial block good yep. um, to slow down that uh, that defensive line. Second down and 21. There was a loss on that play. Ball's on the 35-yard line of the Pirates. Back to pass. Rob's going to go deep down the field for Hall. He's got a beat. Hall caught. Touchdown. Wow. Eagles. Hall had to slow it down and come back off of the shoulder, and what do we got here? They're going to go for one instead of two, and I thought Bill thought they might go for two, but they're just going to set it up for the one. Nice catch by Hall. Yeah, absolutely, and you put it, and he was actually double-teamed, and you, you just put that ball out there for Hall and give him a little bit of room. He's going to come down with it. All right, so they bring on the kicking unit. It's Hardgrove. The kick goes up, and it goes downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So the Eagles pull within one with 8.15 left to go here in this third quarter. It is 14-13. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance. Serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance and save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costoinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Costco Insurance, check them out. By the There's way, time I, for I work. had something on my mind. I had something on my mind. I forgot. Hey, hey this is what happens. Get, it's called plaque on the brain. I had something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. The Chamber of Commerce. Hey, I'm, I'm radioactive. I can remember things. Chamber of Commerce. Their uh, annual golf tournament. Yeah. It's October 24th, right? Yeah. It's coming Saturday, so uh, you're coming down the deadline. Right? Here's the 
like kicking is handled by the Wiley Pirates easily, and the Eagles trying to rip it out, but they're not. They're going to blow it dead. Um, but I don't know. Good, bad, or indifferent, Bill. I think it's a little too early to be doing something like that. Uh, Wiley wasn't fooled at all as they are right on top of that. Uh, um, I think that's uh, something I would have held on to in case you needed later in the game. Wonder about it. That's the reason why I asked you. I thought it might be a little too early. Just take the momentum, kick it deep, get your guys down the field, and put a stop up on the uh, Pirates. Golf tournament, though, because, I mean, that's coming up. I mean, the weather's going to be beautiful this weekend. That's uh, what I heard. Uh, for the tournament. So, uh, really, uh, or actually not the, uh, next week, so um, on the 24th. So, definitely a great tournament to, to be able to get out and be part of. Here come the hands off or the Pirates. And, wow, big hit out on the football field. Kramer got destroyed out there. Big hit by Frank, and he just knocked him into another area code. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be uh, hit by him. Uh, uh, Frank is a big boy. He kind of shook up uh, the running. Here we go. Clock down to 7.47 here in the third quarter. Second down and eight for the Pirates. Balls at midfield or near midfield, maybe the 49 of the Pirates. So, Big play here for the Eagles if they can keep them in check. Here comes the snap. Quick pass on the outside. It's caught as Lang put it in the hands of Cole, and the Eagles were there to swarm on that. On the stop for your rally at Eagles number 20, on the stop was Edwards and a couple of his other friends. Well, and uh, like I discussed from the last drive, there, you know, at Rowlett, or Wiley's come out throwing the ball a little bit more than what we've seen, them, uh, seen from them, So, and they're really not making any progress on them. So uh, Adams is out of the game this drive, and then, uh, so uh, I don't know what uh, uh, Wiley's uh, trying to do, but they're really not getting their offense moving right now. It's like they just like took a play out of these plays don't work and are bringing them out compared to the running game that was there. Obviously, uh, Coach Howard, you know, he's he's been with his Wiley program for many years now, so he knows it better than we do, but uh, definitely not uh, what we're used to seeing from them. Leads from the first quarter. Here's a sack by your Rowland Eagles. Dudley puts the hammer down on Lang. A loss of four, and that'll bring up fourth down. That's how you change the momentum of a game. Well, absolutely. Deadly came out from the left side and just got him on his blind side. He was never blocked, and I never really had a chance there. Boy, oh boy. So the Eagles hold. That was big for the Eagles. So now, back is Antonio. Is that Hall? Yep, it is Hall. So he probably is thinking, I've got to Blood basket this thing. Bad kick, but it's going to take a wily roll, and it's going to go down to the 20-yard line of your Rowlett Eagles. So no kickoff return or kick punt return for Hall, 80 yards before they hit pay dirt. And I will tell you, that is huge out there for the Rowlett Eagles. It's something that they need to do, keep that momentum going. Were you looking for – uh, scores out there. South Lake Carroll, 72. Castle Ridge, 7. Does that surprise you? No, that game was actually last night. Uh, oh. In, uh, uh, Keller. So it's uh, not surprises. Uh, uh, right now, South Lake is just on a roll. They're just uh, steamrolling through their district. We'll roll through some of the games that are in action in 6A um, out there. Bill, what, what do we got going on here? Capel and uh, Flower Mount Marcus, they're knotted at 7. So here come the Eagles, first down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Keeping it as route, trying to find breaks. A tackle or two, gain of about seven 
on the other side, on the stop, Munoz on the stop number nine, and a couple of other one of his friends out there as well as number seventeen, Rasha. We've been calling his name a little bit. Clock is down to five forty-one. Hebron on top of Flower Mound, ten to seven right now, and Irving MacArthur fourteen. Irving um, uh, Nimitz is six. So second down and two for the Eagles. Clock continuing to run at 525. Man in motion is Yarball, and they pitch it out to Yarball, and they read that one really well with the Pirates on the stop on the other side, number 26. That was uh, Martinez as well as number 20. And I don't have him, or 30, thank you, Bill. Number 30 on the stop, that was Cox as well. So that play did not even look very well. Um, as, as I think the intention was to get it to yard ball. Well, he, it didn't look very well, but uh, he's really still got a couple yards out of it to make it so it's a really short uh, third and manageable. And they can open up the book here. Third and one does a lot of things. However, I think we'll see route. The quarterback keeps the ball. Two in the backfield. They snap it. Nope, they give it off to Charger Hunt. Hunt's going to get the first down. I think that was Charger. It looked like him. Uh, it was Newton. It was Newton, but uh, Charger Hunt was in the back. With, uh, with them. Got it. So he exactly was. So that's going to be enough to move the chains. They place the ball at the 29-yard line. Eagles are at the line already. They're ready to go. They get the play. Well, one near, one far for the rally. At Eagles two in the backfield. It's Hunt and Newton along with Route. Route waiting on the step. Gives it to Hunt. Hunt breaks the tackle in the backfield. He finds a little lane. He's going to push it up near the 35, maybe the 36-yard line before a lot of Wiley Pirates were there on the stop. So Hunt gets a good uh, work there. Cox on the stop, as well as number nine, Munoz. So that's going to bring up a second down in about how many, Bill? About five. Thank you, Bill. So the Eagles are taking a play out of the Pirates book, not taking a uh, huddle, one far, one near, one in the backfield for the well, Eagles. Well, right now, well, let's, uh, you know, they're uh, controlling the pace of the game. Here comes Yarball in motion. They're going to give it to Yarball. No, that's not Yarball, but coming around the corner are the Eagles down to the 38-yard line, and someone wants a flag, and I don't know. It was Hall that was in motion on the other side. Then on the stop on the other side, number 14, that was uh, Abadel Abit, Atif, sorry, Abdel Atif. I don't know. I'm going to just call him Tiff. Azim, Azim, Abadel Atif. I see. I was close. I was close. I can sometimes get close. Third down and 10 for the Eagles. Ball on their own 39. Handing it off, and they give it to Newton, and it wasn't third and nine. I looked at the board. It was third and two. He got enough for the first down. On the stop on the other side was number 24, the Wiley Pirate, and he is hidden somewhere. I don't have that number as well as number 90. That's Joseph Corso, number 24. And then a fan on the other side. To help them out, so the Eagles get the first down. Well, and, and uh, uh, Rallis just keeping the ball on the, on the ground and moving the clock and yep. moving the ball. Clock is down to 2:26. It's 14 to 13 in favor of the Pirates. Eagles missed that extra point. That's the reason why they're down one, two near, two in the backfield. Back to pass. Ross going to go deep down the field, find an open there, over through the intended receiver Rogers, as that one had a lot of yards written on it. I think if Rogers 
Rodgers may have recognized it earlier, he wouldn't have turned so early and maybe moved down the field to catch that ball. He turns the wrong way, and that's what the problem was. There we go. Put that right on the sideline, and he turned in instead of turning out. If he had turned out, he would have gotten that ball right on the sideline. So that breaks it down to second down and 10, ball on the 42-yard line of the Eagles. The Eagles trying to maintain the momentum of their last scoring drive. Too far, one near for the Rowlett Eagles as the Eagle Eye is eagling out the other way. Here comes the handoff the yard ball. He's wrapped up by many out there as well as number 15 Hinkley on the stop for the Pirates. That leaves a third down and long for the Rowlett Eagles. This is a vital play for them to keep the momentum out there. Also on the stop on the other side was Adams. Well, Chippy there is a uh, there was a little Chippy. bit of a, uh, pushing Yarbrough down at the last minute there. Hi Gina, how you doing? Good to see you. And we're down to 141 left to go in the third quarter. Again, one point lead for the Pirates. Eagles have the ball on their own 42 yard line, driving on third down and ten. This is a big play set. Too far, one near for the Eagles. Two in the backfield. Here comes a man in motion. Route gets the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking to this near side. Gets the first down by King, who catches the ball. He's going to push it down to the 47-yard line, maybe the 48. That will be right at the first down marker, but they will move the sticks on the stop on the other side was Cox. Well, that was a great job by King as he used his feet to get that uh, first down. As uh, That was just a little flare, five-yard uh, five yard flare, and uh, he was his legs for the rest of to get the first down. Mr. X, because they had the two defenders on the near side, they all went with the two receivers were there, and it left King open. Well, what they do is they, they utilize hole to take an extra uh, defender with them. Absolutely. There's the handoff around the corner. That's Newton breaks the tackle. He gets down to the 32-yard line on the stop on the other side was Adamson. He darn near broke that. That's enough for a first down as they mark the ball at the 32-yard Yard line. Uh, and, uh, was just able to grab him by the back of his shirt to keep him from scoring that touchdown. So here comes first down and 10, ball on the 32-yard line of the Pirates. Eagles driving, hand the ball off the yard ball. Yard ball trying to break away. He's go out. He's going to lose about three, maybe four. That was one, two, three. He lost five on that one. So loss of five as yard ball was able to. Not able to get away from the defender. And on the other side, at number 32 on the stop, that was William. And that puts the Eagles in second down and 15. And that is going to do it for the third quarter. So, quick breakout on the football field. It's the uh, third quarter comes to an end. Your Eagles down one. It's 14 to 13. Quick breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We will be right back. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you, that time is past. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nestegadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free, no-obligation consultation. All right. 
great stuff. Yeah, the student section for the Eagles is packed. All right, so the Eagles switching sides as they're going to move the ball to the Wiley 37-yard line. The Eagles are going to switch it. They're going to go left to right on your internet radio dial. And uh, again, some good stuff here. Drew Galit gets uh, drafted by the Houston Renegades. Is that who it was? The Houston Dallas Renegades of the XFL, former Rowlett Eagle, excited for him as we were watching that. As Drew's mom let us all know, that was the situation. Second down and 15 route quarterback keeper. And there, there was an example where he didn't trust whether or not he should pitch it. If he pitched it, they might have got the first down up on that, on the stop at Fon. Well, and uh, you can see uh, uh, Antonio Hall over there telling him, pitch it, pitch it. He's patting himself on the chest like, get it to me. And uh, because he did have some open room there. So now that brings up a third down and 12. The momentum needs to continue. Here come the Eagles. Three near, one far, one in the backfield. That is, I think that's Hunt. So we'll wait. Wait on the snap. It is Hunt. Back to pass. Wow, there's the screen. It's caught by Hall. Yellow hankies everywhere. Hall's going to be pushed out of the bounds at the 22-yard line, 21. But this one's going to come back because the eagle eye says it's holding out on the football field. Yeah, they're going to get number uh, 76, Wallace uh, Unamba, as uh, he held that offensive line. And that 10 yards is a big one because that backs them up to the 44-yard line. Not that they were really in field goal range anyway, Bill, but it really takes them out of that. But they get the down back, but the 10 yards is important on this one as it keeps moving the Eagles back as the the Wiley Pirates defense is beginning to tighten their belt. What you do is a situation like this, you're not so much looking for that first down now as you are is now let's flip the um, uh, field of play and put and pin them back if they get the ball. So third down in what looks to be about 22 yards, two near, one far, back to pass his route. Route looking for the open main. He's going to go deep down the field for King. King catches it at the 25-yard line. He's still three yards short, but still a nice catch there by King if he could have let him a little well, bit. You're exactly said what I was going to say. If he had let him, that would have been a touchdown. As King had to stop the yep. ball. He had to make a, what could have been a very easy catch to do, a really difficult catch. So now it's fourth down and two. Now let's see if the Eagles can draw them off. The fourth and two, this is a big play. Waiting on for a timeout to be called as Wiley's looking to blitz and they take the step back. They're going to change the play. Play clock down to 12. There's the timeout like I thought it would be. So the Eagles are going to talk about this, whether or not they're going to go ahead and punt this one away. Quick breakout on the football field. Of course, that means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rally Eagles Radio Network. We will be right back. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 2436-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowland.
go to work. Where I'm gonna go to the club. Yeah, right. Yeah, keep the noise down. Keep the noise down. Get off my yard. All right, so fourth and two. Again, they're in no man's land, which is pretty much backs them up seven yards to kick it. That would put it at the 32-yard line. It would be a 42-yard field goal. Well, so, I, I think if this game was on the line, they'd be kicking it right now instead of going for it. I, I think you're right. Two near, one far. Jarjay Hunt movement in the back. Here comes the snap. He gets it to Hunt. Hunt picks up the flex. And moving around, there's Yellow Hanky. And Hunt is all the way down to the – Two-yard line, they're going to get it in. They're not going to call it. He was out of bounds at the two-yard line. But this one is coming back, Bill. Yeah, and uh, they know that they're uh, – as uh, Tony Hall is just beside himself as uh, it was a holding uh, – sorry, a block in the back by Rowlett. We'll wait on the call, but that opened up as – the hunt was going one way. He reversed the field to the right-hand side to come to the near side to get a big gainer, but, yep, block in the back. The frustrating thing about it was that block was after the first down. In other words, if he just let him go, it was, we were still down a first down. Coach Stevens right now, he's just beside himself down the sideline. So now it's fourth and 12. The Eagles, they have to punt the ball here, Bill. This would be a mistake for them to go for it on fourth down here. They're going to have to take the step back and kick that ball. The one in the corners here. But they're set up like they're going to go for it. So two near, one far. Waiting on it, changing the play. Route takes the step back there. Yeah, good. I'm glad he did. He went back, and there's a little pooch kick, and he's going to kick it right out of bounds. Wow, not not a bad placement right about the five-yard line there, Bill. Well, let's see where it actually went in bounds. So seven. Seven. Yep, so not a bad kick there by Route, and the Eagles do the right thing by kicking the ball, puts the Pirates back up against the wall in reality, so they'll have the first down and 10 from their own seven. Well, once again, let's put them in a bad skill position and get them started. Uh, you know, Rowlett's had the ball most of this uh, uh, second half, so the defense should be fresh and and ready to go, as Wiley has not been successful in the past all night long. All night long. They, they, they have abandoned the run big time and went around to pass, like you said, Bill. Um, it, it's been two to one to the run so far in the second half for the Pirates. Man in motion for the Pirates. And waiting on the snap. It gets it. Hands it off. This time bouncing off is Adams. Adams is going to get hit in the backfield. He might even lose a yard or two, depending on the situation. On the stop there was Barber as well as McGaw. So let's see where they place this one, Bill. He lost a yard on that. It was a great penetration by Rowlett. As a first defender first got in the backfield to slow him up, and then uh, he was able to get help. So a loss of one. So it's second down 11, balls on the six-yard line. Pirates going right to left on your internet radio dial, and they're deep in their own area. Ball snap. They give it, keep it, is trying to push around his lane. There's a yellow hanky holding. Big play here. And the excitement comes back because if Sonny sees it, it's plain and simple and obvious. Yeah, they're going to place Willie on the outside as he was uh, holding up. Oh, the big man. Not letting him uh, get loose there. The big man, the tight end for the Wiley Pirates as well as he goes in the backfield uh, playing a little fullback. Actually, there are two different penalties on this play. So let's see what the actual call here is from the white hat. There's the holding call. 
Okay. <laughs> Two holding calls. So one they declined. That's uh, so dumb. Anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> but half the distance to the goal. Now back them to the three-yard line. If I do my math right, there, Bill. They were at the six. Did I do my math right? Did your math? So that's what they're going to do. They're going to actually, yep, place it right at the three-yard line. So third down and fourteen for the Pirates. Well, and, and, you know, and you, this is a risky area for Wiley. If they go back for pass, remember, if there's holding in the end zone, it's not safety. safety. That it is. So here we go. Looking things over are the Pirates. Lang has a man in the backfield. There's a snap. He goes ahead. He's going to keep it himself. Move it around. He faked it down the play action, but the Eagles are there. They they just swarm up on the the uh, ball immediately. On the stop on the other side was Franks as well as Perez. Well, so that makes it third and third. Yeah, and what Rowlett doesn't want to do now is just play it smart. No stupid penalties. Uh, you got them deep in their own territory. Uh, it's third and 14, so really you want to put your secondary back just a little bit. Uh, Wiley Showing all night that they haven't been able to throw the ball down the field. Fourth quarter, by the way, folks, is 9.07 left to go. The Eagles definitely need to get the ball back so they can get the opportunity to try to take the lead as they're down 14 to 13, but they have got them backed up. Third down and 13 from the four yard line. Man in motion for the Pirates, and there's going to be a yellow hanky or a timeout. Delay a game. There it is. So now. You know, half the distance to the goal. Dowd will take him back to the two-yard line. Stops the clock at 8:51. Um, so, will they, will they start the clock back up immediately, Bill? Uh, no, because if it's a delay game, it now it's just on the play clock. Got it. So, uh, game clock won't move. I thought it was, but I thought it would be a little bit different. I, okay. Uh, so. You don't delay a game. They don't start the play clock. That's what I thought because it was a penalty, but it is what it is. There's a man in motion. Again, keeping in mind of the holding call in the end zone. Back to pass is Lang. Here comes the rush. Lang takes off. He's to the five. Now to the 13-yard line. Eagles stop him on third down. That was the goal in reality. They did their job. Forces the Pirates to punt. Now watch out for Adams. Adams getting around the corner. This could be a big opportunity for Adams as he's been getting a big bear claw on a lot of kicks for the last couple of weeks. There he is. He's down on the end right there on the um... – There's the snap, and they did it so fast I didn't realize that. I think they did that on purpose, and that takes a wily bounce. Bill, that one goes all the way to the 31-yard line. Well, Holy smoke. Not only that, it was, it was a – a bounce that was going out of bounds, and it just kind of kept going, going right down the sideline for about another 15, 20 yards. Adams didn't get the opportunity. They snapped that really quick. I half the half of the Rowlett defense didn't know it was even well, snapped. Well, and, and I think that was done uh, purposely by Wiley because they know they know the film. The film don't lie, Bill. The film don't lie. They knew Adams was going to be around that corner really quick. So, 7.56 left to go here in tonight's contest. Your Eagles down one. It is 14 to 13. So, the Eagles need to put together a drive to take the lead here. They can ill afford not to get into the end zone here. And they got plenty of time. But offensively, the Eagles only got 13 points up on the board. So here we go. First down and 10 from their own 31. 
get it in the hands of Hall, who was in the uh, motion. And he's going to take it down for about five, maybe six yards, depending on the spot. And then on the stop on the other side, number 20. And that was, you sure? Yeah, 17. uh, Russell, as well as 20. Who who did we decide who was 20? 20 is uh, Joseph Corso. Corso. I got to write that down. Corso. And so the Eagles, second down and four after the game of six. Keeping it is Route. Route's going to get the first down and go out of bounds. And now place the ball at the 42 yard line. That will move the sticks for the Eagles. So the Eagles now. Good set on the first part of this drive. First goal, get the first down. So far, they did that. Well, I think Rowell had, what, seven and a half minutes left. I think their goal is to keep that clock moving. Absolutely. Uh, They want to make this last possession of the game. So here comes the set. There's the pitch. And they get it into the hands of, I think that's Charge Hunt. He's going to get three yards. On the stop on the other side was Munoz. So that will bring up second down and seven. They'll give them three on that one. Well, and that's a perfect example of Hunt, like him going one side and come back the other way. He did, did that again. He had some open space, but he had one of his defensive ends uh, come back and was able to catch up to him. Clock running, 6.54. Eagles down one, too far, one near, two in the backfield. They've seen this a lot. Yard ball as well as Hunt. And they hand it off. Hunt's going to follow Yardball, breaking through. Going to take it down. Look at him just forcing his way down to the 49-yard line. That was all Hunt just using his legs, his legs, his powerful legs, making uh, more yards on the stop for King as well as the other side of Thon. And the Eagles quick to line there, Bill. Yeah, that was a great uh, – that was all uh, strength by Newton to, to be able to get those extra. Was that Newton? That was Newton. Thank you, Bill. It was Newton, not Hunt. So here we go, two near. Nobody is far. And they, look at that setup. The quarterback and then right next to each other are two to the right. So they're going to follow. And route goes around the corner. He gets the two yards, gets out of bounds, and that will stop the clock initially. Oh, he is short. That brings up fourth down, Bill. Oh, and that wasn't a good decision by Rue. you got to know where your first down mark is. Absolutely. He took himself out of bounds. Absolutely. He could have very easily got about three or four more yards. He thought it was a first down. Misjudgment there by Alex Rowe. Well, and, and uh, Coach Stevens, I, you know, that just puts him in a tough situation because, you know, it's your fourth and one and a half, and do you want to uh, take a risk and put uh, Wiley at the midfield with the ball? Yeah. Fourth down and one. I, I think they're going to go for it. I really do. Uh, I, that right there with the clock right now stopped at 6.01, and the play clock is at zero. So the other, there's the yellow hanky. And who was on it? The eagle eye Bill saw. So I've seen that one coming a mile away. Yeah, even uh, more so now. That just makes it even more difficult. Is, is uh, Now instead of uh, – They got a bunch of balls. Yeah, he got to punt the ball. Um, if they don't get the first down here, this game almost is over, and the Eagles can ill afford that. They need to get the ball, pin them back again, and get them out of a quick, uh, you know, in and out of that drive. So here's the setup. They're setting up as they're going to go for it on fourth down. As too far, one near. Look at the big boy on the far side. So... There's the step back, so we know he's going to kick. There's the kick. He puts it up, takes a rallet bounce at the 30-yard line. It's going to roll, keep rolling down to 
Wow, down to the 17-yard line. So part of that work would like to see get more yards, but that's still good placement on the ball at the 16-yard line. Problem is, Bill, they're down one with 544 left to go, and your idea of them running off the clock, guess what? Now it just turns right around up for the Pirates to do the same thing to the Eagles. Well, and with Rowlett's defense uh, playing the way they have in the second half, uh, you feel confident with Rowlett. Plus, they're fresh. They haven't been on the field all that long, and they've been successful. So let's see what happens here with the last five minutes and 44 seconds of this one. Again, your Eagles down, and it was just a mistake. And that was a third down mistake where Route did not know where the first down markers were. And it, it really changed the whole complexity of this game because the Eagles still be should still be in that drive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Route had the first down there, and I don't know why he went out of bounds early to avoid the contact when he's never ever shied away from contact in the past. So that sets this up for the Eagles to either have to have a big defensive stance here or the Wiley Pirates just run down the clock, and they got those big guys, and guess what? There's a yellow hanky, a false start. No one even was been down. I don't even know how that happened. Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't a false start. It was actually a illegal substitution. They broke got it. 12 players. All right, so they broke that. So the Eagles get five yards on that one uh, to back them up. So where are they going to place one? They're going to put it on the 12-yard line. Thank you, Bill. So ball's on the 12-yard line. It's going to be first down and 15 for the Pirates. And they're still not set, Bill. There's still guys moving around out there. And there's the step. They almost drew the Eagles off sides, but two near, one far. They hand it off on the far side. Oh, big hole on the other side. Pushing it down there was Kramer. That's going to be enough for, well, about six or seven. Well, that was a fumble. That was a fumble, and they're calling him down. But it was clear that the ball came out uh, uh, before he hit the ground. Here comes the replay. The eagle eye says a fumble. Let's see. It's about the contact. Right. Bill is right. The ball is on the ground. Oh, but they recovered it, Bill. No, no. We recovered it. Well, that could recover the ball. Wow. They were saying he was down, but that ball was It was out. It was out. Good. They don't call him the eagle eye for anything here, Bill. All right, guys. That's what he's here for. Five minutes left to go in this one. Second down and six. Hand the ball off. The eagle say, ah! That ain't going to happen on the stop there as a Buchan, and that right there was a big-time play. Puts them in a third down in what looks to be about seven yards there, Bill. Yeah, Maybe it's a big play for Raleigh is that they can uh, keep them uh, from getting the first down, but uh, I'm kind of surprised they're uh, bringing a, a Buchan out of the game right now as he's right now been the strength of that defensive line. So here we go. So they get all the players off. Big third down for the Raleigh Eagles defense as the clock is continuing to run. 4:28. Pirates up 14 to 13. Here comes third down and four for the Pirates. One far. Then they got the triangle set on the far side. One guy moves in motion. They give it to the motion man. Trying to get around the corner is Cole, and Cole's pushed out of bounds. Eagles do exactly what they need to do. Force the Pirates into a fourth down as Perez was there on the uh, – he, he was just sniffing that one out to push him out of bounds. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, this is going to bring a fourth down. It's going to bring out the hunting game for uh, Wiley. And great defensive stance there by the Pirates – or by the Eagles. Absolutely, and then with the ball now uh, under five minutes, any play out of bounds, the clock stops. So with 4:11, that clock's not going to run until after the kick. So, Raleigh Eagles 
They have that looks like a loveless back. Twenty-eight bad kick, but it's going to take a roll. And how lucky is that for the Pirates? It's going to push the Eagles all the way back to the twenty-eight yard line, and that was not a good kick. Um, I I don't know if a big bear claw got on that one or not, but the Eagles got a long way to go. But the thing about this now, Bill, is they don't need the touchdown. That is a good thing. So they can get in the field goal range here or get the touchdown with 402. You've got four minutes left with the, uh, with two timeouts left. You moved the ball in the second half here. So uh, just some smart uh, play calling and uh, get the ball down the field. And you're right. You don't need the touchdown. You would like to have the touchdown because you would force them to have to score a touchdown. But the main thing is just put some points on the board. So here we go. Four touchdowns on the evening, two between the two of them. The only difference, Eagles misses the extra point. Here's first down, Routh with the pitch. And, wow, Newton is just swallowed by, and I mean swallowed by Moonez. He was all over that. He sniffed that one out immediately, Bill, because, because normally Routh is going to keep that one, but the defender was in his face. He had to pitch it. Watching routes, when he's going to pitch it, you know it because he slows down. He slows down before he pitches the ball. If he's not going to pitch it, he keeps moving forward. And I think they're I think they're playing off of that. Second down and 10, balls on the 28-yard line of the Eagles. Eagles uh, left to right on your internet radio dial. Back to pass, going deep down the field. It's caught near the first down. I said deep. Uh, it looked like he was going to go to deep the hole. But hole, a little bit short. Now it brings up a third down and three for the Eagles, and they're quick to the line. Look at this, Bill. They want to get the Pirates uh, not sacked. Well, and you, I mean, you're also down three minutes in the game. You can't uh, waste too much time anymore. Two near one five for the Eagles. Route keeping the ball. He's going to push it. He's not going to get the first down. That was a big-time mistake. Yeah, there needs to be – I agree with you, Bill. They need to get a timeout here so they make sure they get the right play. The clock is continuing to run, Bill. You did the timeout about seven seconds ago. A lot of time being wasted here, Bill, especially on fourth down and three. They need the right call, and but there's still 22 seconds left on the play clock. Oh, but Route is limping out there. Uh, so let's see what is set. They hand the ball off. They get it into the hands. Oh, big time rush by Newton. The rush. I call it big time rush. It, that's a team band, but I like the sound of it. They get the first down and watch Ralph as he is. He oh, he is definitely, definitely on the limp side of this. So the clock is down to two oh five, and it's first down and ten. Balls on the forty three yard line. Two near, two in the backfield. See if he can walk it off. He's back to pass. Looking up. Over the middle, and ball's almost intercepted. Right there for the Wiley Pirates was number 20. That was Carso, as well as number was 14. It was uh, Tiff. And uh, he's your outside linebacker, and what he did was he just dropped back into coverage when that ball was snapped, and Route, Route never saw him uh, um, drop back into coverage. This injury is big here um, as far as that is concerned. He's trying to walk it off, though. Looks like he's getting a little bit closer. Second down and 10. Clock is stopped at 155, so three far, one near for the Rowlett Eagles. Watch for the injury. Let's see what it does on the passes. 
back the passes while he's looking, and he's going to put the ball into the air over through the intended receiver, King, as it was just a yard too far and a foot too high. Yeah, he did have him open there. He just uh, couldn't get him. But right now is when you need to see that connection between Route and uh, and Antonio Hall. Man, I'd love to see Yardball get this ball. I, this guy, he is such a spark plug. Or if there's a way you can figure out how to get and recognize Hall on the far side of the football field, beat his uh, defender. So it's three far, one near for the Rowland Eagles, one in the backfield. Route waiting on the snap. He's back to pass. It's a one step. It's intercepted by the Pirates. Adamson with the interception, and he's going to push it down to the 40-yard line. And this go back, that was off a flat foot because of the injury. I wondered if that was going to come into play. Absolutely. And what he did was do it right in the uh, double coverage. Just yep. like we mentioned a minute ago, Adamson oh. was back in coverage. And was able to understand that. That injury was big. It takes away from the opportunity of route to be able to run the ball or even within the option. And in that case, not being able to set before he could throw the football. And that is a big difference there in that on that drive. And the Pirates take over the ball with a minute 43. They can they could just kneel on this one. Well, this well, one. Rally's a two timeout, so Rally can get the ball back, but it would be with less than 30 seconds left. So let's see what they do here. Minute 43. Thank you, Bill, for the up there. Tammy, good to see you. Perfection's body scope. So here we go. First down and 10. Hand the ball off. Yep, why not? As a big man rolls it down Adams, he picked up about seven. So the Eagles are going to have to decide when they're going to call the timeout as the clock continues to go down to 130 and ticking. Brings up a second down and four. And remember, there's 30 seconds on the play clock. There's no need for them to snap this before that play clock gets down. But it looks like they're set up too near one far for the Pirates. And they're wait. Yep, they're waiting on this, and they're going to see if the Eagles are going to uh, use their timeouts as the clock gets down to a minute and seven seconds left to go. Pirates up by one, fourteen to thirteen, and they're in full command here. And they're just waiting down, and they'll probably call a timeout before it gets down to the one. That's exactly what they did, Bill. I, I, I'll tell you. That's exactly what the Pirates needed to do as the Eagles were not quick to call the timeout. And so now they're in the situation of where they're at as the Eagles down one with less than a minute to go in this one. Yeah, and they've, they've got to stop on these next two runs. And you know it's going to be runs. I mean, if you can stop it, you're going to get the ball back with about 40 seconds left. Uh, just how deep, are you, how deep are they going to be when that happens? So... Not sure what the situation is as far as the quarterback is concerned for the Rowlett Eagles. We might take a look at a different quarterback that could come in and take over for Alex Rout. And the guy that would be doing that is Trey Carr, number 12 for the Rowlett Eagles, if that ends up happening and they get the last opportunity to try to win this one. We talked about it in the pregame show. You didn't know, Bill. But this game was pretty much needed because they get the victory. They pretty much steal a playoff spot, and then they can play comfortable for the last three games. Now they got themselves in a position where they got to be, you know, kind of in a sense of urgency. As they hand the ball off, Adams doing exactly what he needed to do. He gets the first down, and there's going to be a quick timeout by the Rowlett Eagles. So a uh, quick breakout on the football field. We'll be back here on the couch with Taylor Sports Show. Oh, wait a second. Did they call the timeout? Nope. They, there goes the time clock. And I 
I think they're done. I think they're not even going to try to do it, Bill. Well, um, yeah, they can run the clock down to about 20 seconds before they have to. So they're, they're, it's now first down. Play clock is continuing to the 26-yard line. The Eagles have two timeouts. I don't think – I mean, they – they would have done this by now. So I, I don't get this. Is it, why, why, I, that part I don't get. I mean, how many how many seconds clicked off of that thing before it ended up happening? Well, they, yeah, well, it, uh, let the 40-second clock run down all the way to 20 seconds, then you call your timeout. You should, you should let them run that play, call timeout, and then call timeout after that, and uh, that would have been uh, – you would have gotten the ball back with maybe about eight seconds left. Yeah, and – all back. Yeah, and the Eagles only have one more timeout. This is relevant. It's first down. I mean, it is really, in reality, relevant. They take their knee, they'll call timeout, and then they'll take another knee. The game's over. This game's over here, folks. So that clock management wasn't there. I just that don't make that whole that whole that whole core that whole situation just didn't make very much. But then again, I'm not the brightest guy in the world. I'm, but you got to call the timeouts. You got to utilize them. You're going to go. You're you're going to walk off the field with the timeout because in reality, it isn't going to do you any good. You got to use those timeouts a little bit earlier. But I don't know the situation with the quarterback situation no, as well. That no, might be another thing. No, they're not. Uh, Rob's sitting on the bench and nobody's looking at him, so he he looks like he's okay. Um, I just think once they got through, they got that first down. They really had no opportunity to uh, get the ball back. I. There's the snap and there's the yellow hanky. I I I I I'm, get offside on I don't get it. Next week, the Rowland Eagles they'll be taking on the Garland Owls Friday night. That'll be coming from Williams, the the stadium you went to first tonight, Bill. Um, <laughs> uh, over at Williams Stadium. Um, so uh, the Eagles are going to take the loss here, fourteen to thirteen. There's sixteen ticks. Again, I don't know what happened with the play clock or the time. Why they didn't call timeout when they had the timeouts? The earlier within the drive after that first down doesn't make any sense that it is what it is um the eagles are unfortunately gonna uh lose by one they won the first two games within district by one now they lose the, the fourth game by one and that is gonna they call timeout again yeah i, I think Ra- uh why trying to get our time in here on the radio so uh, i guess hold on let's see here yeah, uh, we still have 28 minutes left to go in this one here tonight um, for our broadcast. So this was actually a pretty quick game. Um, but it really, I, I I don't get it, and I don't even see the need to stay up on the broadcast. This doesn't make any sense, but well, it is what it is. We, we fulfilled all of our uh, – You look at this game. Rowlett really controlled the second half. They won the second half of this game. The problem is, I think, they uh, – Interception. Yeah, they, they kind of the hurt end. themselves uh, in the end as they were moving down the field. Mm-hmm. What's not being talked about is that fumble that we did witness on there that yep. wasn't called that they called him down on. That would have given Rowlett the ball on the 12-yard line on Wiley's 12-yard line with about four minutes left in the game. Well, we also saw it. It's a first came out, the first three drives of this game by Rowlett. Even though they didn't really do anything with the first one, it's still the, – the, 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 the energy of the team – Still looked good, and then it kind of faded away towards the first uh, first quarter, and then went into halftime. And then they came back out after 
they have time, and they look like the team that showed up in the first quarter. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, this puts a big log jam at the, at the top of the game. Oh, yeah, that, that is a good point. So now we've got four teams that are all three and one yes. uh, in the district. So that's going to do it. There's the snap, and they don't have to do anything else, so they're waiting. Not sure. Oh, was there a penalty? Oh, are they going to replace it and start the start the clock? Okay. Timeout, Rowlett. <laughs> okay, it is what it is. Um, I, first of all, I don't care. I don't care. I, I listen. I have never claimed to be a genius when it comes to football. I do not understand why they waited to this point to utilize those two timeouts when they could have done it earlier in the drive when they were back this way. Though it, it doesn't make very much well, sense I, to me. I'm just curious if there's um, a, something else. Mouth thing between the head, between the coaches of these two teams. But uh, Locke is coming off the field uh, pretty upset. Not sure if somebody uh, uh, got on him or something like that. See, and this, see, this is where guys get hurt. This, this is the silliness. They shouldn't have done this. They should have snapped the ball and been done with this. That, that, that was not very wise. You know, it, it is what it is. It ended up being what it is. But the Eagles take the loss here, one, uh, one point loss uh, to the Wiley Pirates. That uh, missed field goal after the uh, touchdown is the uh, reason why they're still not playing in overtime. Uh, so that was something to look at. Lots of other things. I'm just glad no one got hurt during that last little bit out there um, uh, at the end of it. You know, gamesmanship, the way that it is, it is what it is. So uh, we will be back in action on next Thursday. I promise I'll get the UI on the pregame show and not fall asleep. Then we'll be on air as the Raleigh Eagles will be taking on the Garland Owls from Williams Stadium. Don't forget Sunday, as you can check out the Couch Potato Sports Show, as we'll go through all the games on the NFL uh, Sunday and uh, talk about the game that happened on Thursday as well. And then we're back up on Thursday night or Thursday afternoon with the pregame show. So for the Eagle Eye Bilson, I am Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We're out of here, everybody. Take care. Good to see everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.